Hello, hello to all, and welcome to It Is In Us Now, It Is In U.S. Now, a podcast that encourages deeper thought, inner reflection, positive vibration, benevolent opinion, and the proliferation of insightful, constructive gems of information. I am your host, Gil C., bringing you this podcast from the ever-awakening U.S. of America, and am glad you could join us on our regularly scheduled day, Sunday, for this, our podcast number 13. First of all, I just uh, wanted to take a few moments to speak about last Sunday's podcast. Uh, As some of you may have noticed, um, it was a little late and uh, separated into two parts. It was 12A and 12B. Now, um, I believe I explained uh, what had happened, but um, I was uh, invited to go and attend a gathering for a friend who was leaving. Uh, So it was kind of like a little bit of going away get together and um, didn't get through the whole podcast and decided I would come back afterwards and finish up the podcast and then, you know, send it out there to the masses. And that didn't quite happen. Um, you know, libation spirits. <laughs> I thought perhaps I could uh, sleep off my um, happiness <laughs> and then finish the podcast up. But by the time I knew it, it was already after midnight. So I did that second half of the podcast a little bit late and uh, thusly turning it into 12A and 12B. Now, the podcast itself, uh, I was very, you know, I was very, uh, very happy with it. We did get to speak about the lymphatic system, and I'm kind of touching base on that again because there were a few things that I mentioned in that conversation uh, regarding uh, massage and the massage implications for the lymphatic system, and that just took me into a whole other train of thought this week as I was considering uh, considering this information. So as I mentioned prior and definitely in the soft launch for the series, I am a certified massage therapist, just not a licensed massage therapist. And the difference between the two is certification. That means I have the knowledge, the wherewithal, you know, the, the background and training, um, and made pretty damn good grade when I did Um, but the licensure part has to deal with the aspect of actually running a business or working for business with that kind of credential Uh, it's to be officially recognized by the state in that field of work because as you know when uh, working in the saw it's it is and most some people don't consider this at the moment to be the case but massage therapy is actually part of the health industry and that's kind of what I wanted to kind of talk rant about right now um in the city that I grew up in uh it it I I want to say that it has its very conservative notions but when I mean conservative I mean um speaking about the people it's uh, not necessarily conservative in the political sense. It's conservative in the sense of, um, generationally speaking, the roots of the citizens here. It's 
not as progressive, I guess. Uh, things take time to develop. Uh, where some people are very open and accepting of things, there's traditions, there's certain aspects on life that are looked at in a, a light that's not always forward. So what I'm trying to get at is that in my town, when a person hears massage, uh, they see it more as a luxury as opposed to a health benefit. Um, and that's what I mean. So some may not be as ready to invest in something like a massage session because they're thinking it's something that they will do when they have the excess cash or extra cash, spare cash or time for that matter. But there are so many things about massage that are very important to us as individuals because of what massage stimulates. Now, we spoke about the lymphatic system. Uh, we spoke about how the lymphatic system is a system that, unlike the circulatory system or what have you, uh, other systems in our body, there's nothing that really moves it. It doesn't have a pump like the heart pumps the blood, you know, yet it, it, it pumps or it moves these fluids in our body, the lymph, lymph fluid, that plays such a vital role for the body's health through means of cleansing and filtering and uh, stimulating, you know, the white blood cells that, and passing around those white blood cells that help us fight off infection. So it is very, very important to the immune system. Well, massage can do that. Now I did say like, you know, you can do stretching, you can do, uh, you know, deep breathing, all of that stuff acts as a pump, you know, with the suction and the, uh, the, the pressurization of those muscle or tissue movements that help stimulate, you know, the lymphatic system to move the lymph fluid around. But massage therapy, that's just, it's basically manual manipulation of that system. And there is actually a massage dedicated to and specifically for the lymphatic system and it's called lymph, uh, lymphatic massage and that's where the therapist will go and take an additional course to learn exactly how to be optimal when working with that system specifically so when you take into consideration the idea of getting a massage, say it's a Swedish massage, which is basically a wellness massage. Swedish massage, a wellness massage, it's basically a relaxation massage. Like the therapist isn't going in there to necessarily release or decompress solid stiff muscles so much as to uh, relax the body and allow, you know, the client in their own time to start releasing and relaxing the, I would say like the superficial tensions of the body. Um, because really deep tissue is what you want in order to completely release a muscle from its rock solid form, which by the way, a muscle should never be rock hard, um, for those of you that don't know. So lymphatic massage, uh, massage in general as itself, it's, it's not a luxury if you go into a session with intent. And when I say that, what I mean is that... The intent part would be 
that when you sit and speak with the therapist and you you discuss what the expectation of the session is, you know, you know you want to stimulate something through this massage, uh, whether it's just to stimulate a sense of relaxation and well-being, um, to stimulate, you know, the lymphatic system, um, to... Uh, or if you're going into deep tissue to stimulate the muscle to respond to pressure so that it can release itself. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, being a certified massage therapist, uh, and, and yet it's something I haven't talked about much. You know, there are many facets of me that I haven't spoken about, you know, um, pointedly, but um, it's so important. You know, it's so important to allow your body to get that that sense of well-being uh, relaxation is such powerful medicine and I, I mean i say that about certain things but i say it because i say it with truth you know i i like to say forgiveness is very powerful medicine you know joy is very powerful medicine gratitude is very powerful medicine well from that physical aspect relaxation is a very powerful medicine and the reason why i consider it medicine is because on the daily as human beings you know we are constantly bombarded with um you know responsibilities priorities things that we have to get done from a mental standpoint sometimes it feels like we don't have the moment to take that proverbial breath long enough to clear a thought you know a lot of people don't know how to just be you know what is it like to actually sit there and not think or to not have any thoughts come through your head and i dare say for most it's it's an it's a thought that's far from possible because we do we are bombarded by you know all of the things that go on in our life so the body which circulates and stimulates a natural energy around itself is always finding itself in an up, I'm going to say an uproar, but you know, in a constant motion of moving forward and being busy. Um, it's sending these energy signals and impulses to help you keep and sustain the functions of your daily life while simultaneously taking care of things internally that you may not even be aware of because that is how miraculous and marvelous the human body is. You could be fighting an infection and not know it because it hasn't progressed to the point where it's going to, you know, um, bear its ugly head. But because our bodies work the way that they do and they have the certain mechanisms inside which are told, you know, like, hey, something is going on here, you know, send out the white blood cell troops, um, you have all of that going on, you know, with, with your conscience thoughts and you never have a chance to decompress in that sense. Now, when you go into that state of relaxation, what you're actually doing is you're allowing your body to totally like drift and find a point where you can actually maybe even turn off those thoughts turn off the the incessant continual you know onslaught of this is what i have to do today this is what i have to do tomorrow you know this is what i have to take care of you know i have to do this i have this list of things to do i have all these places to go to you know those life daily life priorities 
And once you slip into that state of relaxation, those energy impulses that I told you or I just mentioned that run through your body, they actually start to work more efficiently because they're not they're not competing for for I'm going to say thought space like they're not competing for attention or their focus is not being broken up because you have these other thoughts feeling and flooding your mind so you decompress you rest you stop being so uh, you stop focusing so much on all the other things that these energies start being able they're starting they start to be able to like pay attention to where else your body may need attention where else your body may need that extra you know segue of energy to help repair or rejuvenate itself so i guess what i'm trying to really express is and as we move forward in massage therapy is not a luxury it can be a luxury um, depending on how you want to treat it but it's greatly preventative medicine uh, when we are able to relax and rejuvenate and re-stimulate ourselves uh, through something as easy as this you will find that later on you know you may actually be less sick you may actually have less stress because you are finding the time to re-root yourself in a sacred place where your thoughts can be released long enough for your body to reorganize itself. Um, and that's just with a simple relaxation massage. <laughs> Sorry, a simple relaxation massage. Now, when you go into something like deep tissue, the reason why I find deep tissue very beneficial among many things is because just as we spoke about how busy our life is and how uh, everything is so quick and rampant and fast paced, you know, um, imagine now that you have the added, you know, um, the added uh, inconvenience of these sore, tight muscles, whether it be... For most people, neck and shoulders. Uh, for some, lower back. And for others, it might be individual places like the legs, the thighs, you know, maybe the biceps or what have you. Um, that gnawing or consistently annoying, like, little pain or pinch can actually change a person's mental or emotional state it can make someone more temperamental. It can make someone uh, less patient because not only are they having to deal with what they have to do on the daily as far as human responsibility is concerned. Now they have something that's going on with their body physically that is annoying. It's, you know, it's something that it's just like, well, oh my gosh, if I could just get rid of this crick in my neck, I could focus a little bit better. You know, it's one of those things. So that's where deep tissue is important because it, it through the session, we work the muscle to where it completely releases. And I've worked with clients before mainly an internship because as I said I'm not licensed so any work I've done with clients is usually um, it was internship or it was trading massages with another therapist or it was working with friends and family because I offer 
I'd like to do that for friends and family. Um, I, it, I've been in an instance where, for example, we're working the shoulders and after, you know, the processes that we go through with massage therapy take place, um, and then the muscle literally will deflate. It feels like it just not pops, but it just loses the air like a balloon. Um, and our muscles should not be rock solid. They should actually be more like, um, you know, like a jelly, not gelatinous and uh, as far as the consistency is concerned. But I mean, they should be soft and supple. Um, so these, these, this has so much importance um, when we consider ourselves and the overall you know, idea of wellness and, and mental health. Um, we don't often take the time to consider how the physical can affect us on the emotional and on the conscious level. Um, and again, friends, just think about that compounded with some of the things that we eat and some of the things that we, uh, we do. Is there's just such a great mix of stuff um, and experience out there that can either be beneficial or, or a detriment. And it's all about how we look at it. So if you're able to find a way, um, cause I mean, I do understand, um, some, when you look at the idea of spending money on something like a massage, um, you have to know that you have to have you have to know that it's for a, a reason other than just to say oh i had a massage like look at me um it's 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 work it's beneficial it's something that's going to help you in the long run because you know again relaxation de-stress de-stress brings clarity of thought you know it makes people more patient and pleasant and um, that's good for the body on the whole, on all levels, you know, mental, emotional, spiritual, even at that. And then of course, physical, and that's exactly what it is. But, you know, find, uh, find the time. If you find the time, if you find the allowances in budget, um, and you find a therapist that you're comfortable with, um, it's something that I would really encourage doing, uh, taking the time to do. Uh, and do know that when you are in a session with a therapist, massage therapist, you're paying for the session. So you should have, you should not be afraid to express to the therapist, uh, I guess kind of what your expectations are and ask questions, you know, and you can tailor your massage to, to what you would feel would be more beneficial to you. Uh, just because it's a full body massage doesn't necessarily that mean that the therapist has to do every area of your body. You know, if you don't feel like you need your feet done or you'd rather skip your arms and focus on the legs. Or if you want to keep it, you know, just upper body, you could even do that. Or I mean, if, if you're a physical person who's always walking or an athlete who might run or jog, um, you may just want that session to be on your legs and your thighs, you know, the lower part of your body. So keep those things in mind, you know, like it's your session, you pay for it. You let the therapist know what you would like and how you see the end result. 
And if the therapist is really good, and when I, I say good, I don't mean with just with their hands, a really good massage therapist will ask questions, um, will present you with kind of like a game plan of how they want the work to go because we don't want our clients to be surprised, you know, by what's going to happen once they're on the table. So I know like I personally like to say, uh, for example, if I'm doing deep tissue with a client or a friend, <laughs> uh, I, I will let them know like, you know, within the allotted amount of time that we're working and with the symptoms or whatever's going on with these areas of your body, this is what I expect the outcome to be you know I expect us to get through this much you know but once we get into the muscle and we start working with it that's when I'm really going to get an idea of how long an area may take because you don't want to rush through these things uh, you the I guess the more the more that you can pay attention and focus to what needs to be done during that session um, the the better it will be in the long run so uh, that's just going to be my quick little thing on massage therapy. It's something I have not talked about, uh, like quite a few other things I haven't talked about. But, you know, um, I plan to be doing this podcast till time indefinite. So that gives us plenty of time to speak about different things and to give you, you know, some generalities about what I'm going through in my life and uh, some of the expressions that I think are rather important. So I hadn't talked about massage and I guess that's why I wanted to say that real quickly. And it will come up again because this was actually a, a off script rant and, and nothing written here. I'm just talking. And uh, I, I would, of course, at, at a future point, want to get into a conversation where I have notes and stuff that I, I you know, that I actually feel like I need to point out and then maybe um, expand on or, you know, kind of just go into more depth or detail. But um, that's that. So um, with all of that being said, that was a great 21 minute introduction. Uh, we're going to continue with our, uh, our, our discussion on and the final part of Don Miguel Ruiz's Four Agreements. I'm very excited about that. Uh, we'll do a quick review of the others. Um, I don't think we'll go into anything else after that. But uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get to it. Okay. So we are going to finish off our conversation on the four agreements by author, spiritualist, guide, and uh, I don't know, all around wonderful source of fountaining information, Mr. Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, funny how uh, getting into this conversation about this author uh, on my part uh, was solely stimulated by the first agreement uh, and it's kind of it just made sense to go through the four you know and uh, and speak about uh, speak about how these simple thoughts because at the root you know at the core at the base they are simple it's the hard thing or the challenge or the opportunity or, you know, is applying them. So you can hear these thoughts and say, hey, yeah, that sounds pretty easy. But I mean, yeah, it, it takes it takes a concerted, concerted effort 
you know, it takes uh, a desire to want to carry through the process of, of applying these things. But I tell you, if you can get through that process, and it starts becoming innate in you. And uh, you start realizing that it's second nature to continue or carry forward from that point. So uh, I guess uh, let's just jump right into this fourth agreement. And it's one, again, when you hear how simple it is, you're going to go like, really? Um, The fourth agreement is to always do your best. And as I have done with the prior agreements, I'm going to read you little snippets from what the author actually uh, has to say about it, and then we'll talk about it. So, um, let's see here. So, the snippet that we have here for Always Try Your Best is your best changes from moment to moment. Your best is different when you are healthy as opposed to sick. Simply do your best under any circumstance to avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. Doing your best means enjoying the action without expecting a reward. The pleasure comes from doing what you like in life and having fun, not from the reward or compensation. Enjoy the path traveled and the destination will take care of itself. Living in the moment and releasing the past helps us to do the best we can in the moment. It allows us to be fully alive right now, enjoying what is present, not worrying about the past or the future. Have patience with yourself. Be consistent and persistent with meaning or meaningful action. If you do your best always, transformation will happen as a matter of course. And that's just amazing. If you stop and think about it, it's like if a person, if I am always putting my best foot forward, if I'm always, you know, if I know that in my heart, my intentions are to perform well, do something well, be do do the best that I can to be a good friend, to be a good student, to be a good teacher, to be a good employee. Even when I make a mistake, it can't necessarily be held against me because I honestly put my best foot forward and if I miss the mark in any way, It's an opportunity to learn and you can't be upset at yourself if you're trying with that earnest intent, you know, to to fulfill whatever it is that you're being your best at, you know, Um, it drops expectation. It's so amazing. Like you can't really be mad at yourself for trying, you know, like, I mean, you, if anything, you're proud for trying, you know. Um, you, you should be proud, you know, and not in the puffed up convoluted way. It, I'm talking about in knowing that you made the effort for whatever it is that you're doing. You're always trying your best. It's just the, such a good way to break that self-expectation, you know, 
um, because you know you you know <laughs> I was gonna say you know you tried your best, <laughs> and um, and it's just it's that simple, you know, it's that simple. So when you take this idea of always doing your best, always trying your best, no matter what life throws at you, you know, you should feel good with yourself regardless of the outcome, you know. I think the idea of expectation is what gets a lot of people. And and here's the best part. When you practice this last agreement with the first three, you know, speaking impeccably, be impeccable with your word, you know, don't take things personally, don't make assumptions. Well, you know what? we're human right now in this existence and so we have the ability to falter on all those three but if we're trying our best then it shouldn't have such a negative impact on us um so i mean it's 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 probably one of the simplest yet one of the toughest things in the world to do when we look at these agreements right but it it really is that easy it's just a matter of focusing in for ourselves uh, and deciding that it's something and that we want to make the effort to do. But this last one, I felt like was perfect because it answers to the first three agreements. And you can't really be upset for missing the mark on those first three if you were really trying your best. We're going to miss the mark. You know, we're, we're imperfect in our perfections. Ha ha. Or are we perfect in our imperfections? That's probably a lot better at this given moment in time. Uh, so just keep that in mind, friends. Like, don't ever allow yourself to be weighed down by what you would perceive as failure. Because when you try your best, you haven't failed. And... That's really all there is to it. So I'm going to throw a bonus at you and give a little anecdote about something. Um, Last night, I had the opportunity to see a friend uh, who's very close to me. Uh, as I'm one who uh, has taken the time to, you know, read up on and study on things such as like the moon and its effects, as you all know from that one of the very first episodes that we had where we talked about the super blue blood moon. Um, I've, I've found people in my life who share similar interests. And so and it's one of those things, the people in my life. The people in my life are very important in the sense that, um, I mean, everyone's important. (laughs) So I don't mean to downplay humanity uh, to say that if you're not in my life, you're not important. But what I'm trying to say is uh, everyone in our lives, they are all placed there for a reason. We all play a role in each other's lives. uh, And from family members to friends to even to colleagues or co-workers because those people in our lives uh they all we all play and affect each other 
by our decisions, by our experiences, by what we share with each other. I've said before, and I'll say it again, you know, we are mirrors for and of each other. We are teachers and students for and of each other. Uh, And it's very important. And I think when we have an opportunity as an individual to recognize that, it changes things. So the people in my life, they tend to circle back around. Uh, We tend to have pauses. And then all of a sudden, we have an opportunity where we get to meet up. We get to... uh, catch up, reconnect, and so on and so forth. So I had this experience with someone who's very important uh, because this individual, someone that I we can speak to each other and get a very solid understanding of what we're trying to express. And it's important to have someone like that in your life. And I have many people like that in my life. So I'm actually very blessed because some people don't have anyone like that in their life where they can express a thought, you know, give a consideration, uh, uh, pour feelings and emotions out. You know, it's good to have that sounding board and, and someone who will do that for you. Well, last night. I, I, I ran into this friend or it, it was spontaneous meetup. It wasn't, you know, happenstance. Um, and it turned out that this individual was going through a lot of very identical things and experiences in her own personal life that I have been going through. Uh, we had that one podcast recently where, um, I think I spoke about how someone had spoken against me and uh, she was going through the same thing. There were just so many instances where we had such an identical experience that it actually allowed me hearing her speak about things I was going through put such a light on things I had been thinking about. And I guess that's why I wanted to throw this little bonus out there, because what I want to say is, you know, be grateful for the people in your lives, even when they circle around, you know, not as frequently as as you would like, you know, and I say that because for all the friends and, and close ones in my life, you know, we don't always get to hang out or see each other or be in each other's physical space, but we know we're there in thought, you know, in heart. And it's, it's fun how you can be away for so long from somebody, but then the minute you get back together and it's like clickety, 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 poppity, 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 you know, like everything just picks up where you left off prior and nothing has changed per se, as far as like, we as individuals are concerned, whereas everything may change around our lives, uh, which was is one of the cases, you know, in, in us uh, catching up last night. But um, very grateful for that oppor- for that occurrence. I was going to say opportunity, but that occurrence. Um, and and I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for that, and I want to say thank you to everyone who who circles around in my life, because. 
like I said, again, not everyone has that. And I just feel very blessed and I feel much gratitude for those people. And uh, if, if, if you find that you're a one who doesn't necessarily have that in your life, just think about that or ask for it in your heart with intent. It'll come. I guarantee you it'll come. It, it may even come in a form that you weren't expecting or from a person you weren't expecting. And it, it'll it be amazing. <laughs> there, I guess I'm just trying to express hope, you know, in, in that regard. Uh, and gratitude. Uh, such a good mood. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Alrighty, my friends, that will conclude today's episode. Um, had a really good time speaking with you guys today. I have to say I really did. Um, everything was actually unscripted, which I, I guess I'm getting a better feel for podcasting. Um, again, I, I, I like being on a script because it keeps my thoughts together, but I think what I'm going to do is just work towards an outline moving forward and then just kind of handle it like from there. Um, I wanted to give a quick, quick, quick Patreon update. The Patreon website is fully launched. Um, there's actually, uh, not a lot of content, but I've got quite a few things going on there. So, uh, for the, there are, um, there, there are five tiers, I believe. Yeah. If I remember correctly, then of course there's the patron tier and then there is the, um, I guess like the, uh, the, the open, the open to everybody tier. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Like there's a, you can get on and, and view content for certain artists on Patreon where you don't have to be a subscriber, you don't have to be affiliate, uh, necessarily have an account. Um, that's just open to everyone. I guess that's what they call that option, the open to everyone option. So I do have content for that. And that's been generally, uh, you know, the first few podcasts. So that way people could get a feel for what I was doing. Uh, and then art previews for some art pieces that I'm doing for the book that I'm working on. Uh, but then, of course, once you get into the patron and the tier levels, you get more content. So I do have I do have some stuff up already, you know, so if you become a patron, which I think is just donational versus the tier levels. So even just donational, like to donate a uh, dollar or 50 cents, whatever, uh, you get some good content. You actually get the, all the podcasts. Um, Whereas once you go into the tier level, that's when you get the special podcasts for those tier levels. You get videos. Uh, I, I've already uploaded a um, um, kind of like a, well, uh, I guess that would be a vlog. I've already up update, uploaded a vlog. I have a couple more already as far as uh, like tier two with the in the making stuff. I do have videos for that up already and I have more already worked that I just need to upload and stuff like that so I feel like it's going along really really well now a couple of podcasts ago I put one of my um, sonic art pieces a uh, song that I wrote up and because I feel so good today 
And because I'm just so grateful for life and having this outlet of expression, I'm going to throw another song, musical creation out at you all at the end of this podcast. So stay tuned for that. Um, And I will eventually on Patreon, I will speak about these songs that I'm uploading, you know, as far as sometimes people just like to know where the artist was coming from when they wrote certain something, you know, the idea and aspects behind it. So you can look forward to that kind of information on Patreon. Uh, But I just, you know, I'm going to highlight my fabulous week by throwing that out at you guys. Uh, I I do, do really appreciate it. (laughs) And that's how I, a way, I hope it's a, it's a, it's an, a sufficient way to show my appreciation uh, to you all for being so fabulous. And anyways, okay, so I'm just going to cut it there. Um, uh, again, uh, thank you so much for providing a listening ear and giving your light hearts I truly do have gratitude in my heart for it. I look forward to speaking with you all and sharing new thoughts, opinions, and information next Sunday. And as always, love, peace, joy, compassion, patience, gratitude, abundance mercy, harmony. It is in you. It is in me. It is in us now.